0: So you're scared of speaking French, you feel intimidated, you shy away from conversations with native speakers and this feeling of fear gets in the way of talking to people and reaching your goal. Okay, now what? What exactly have you tried to overcome that? In today's episode I'm going to share with you the most helpful tips of the podcast so far, from understanding your fear and unveiling mental blocks, to taking action towards your confidence and facing challenges head-on, This episode will help you build the mindset you need to reach that dream language goal of yours. Welcome to Quirky French Podcast, the podcast that helps you speak more confidently, feel more focused and be more in control of your French learning journey. Prêt? C'est parti! Bonjour and welcome to episode 51 of Quirky French Podcast, the podcast that helps you reach your dream language goal, even if you're nervous and insecure about your French. I'm your coach, Neymar, from QuirkyFrench.com, and today's episode is all about overcoming what you're scared of, having conversations, real conversations with real people in French. We'll unpack some of these fears and understand why we have them, how to overcome them, and even how to channel these fears into something more positive. Today's episode is another compilation and we're focusing on mindset gems this week. I actually have a little surprise in store for you and wanted to make those three best of episodes first so that you can tune in again next week and be ready for that very special announcement. Okay, so enjoy today's best confidence tips. Allez, on y va, c'est parti First of all, I want to invite you to get familiar with your fear and to try and learn more about who you are right now with that fear before you try to get rid of it. If the fear is still here, but it's not overwhelming, you know, then it's already a success in itself. And so before you try to get rid of that fear, you need to lean in, pay attention and listen to what the fear is trying to tell you, to teach you. You know, most of the feedback that I get from learners is not so much that they're scared of speaking. It's going to be something like they don't want to sound stupid or they don't really want to make mistakes or, you know, it's going to be a fear that they won't understand the other person or they won't know how to get their point across. And that fear of engaging in conversation is not the actual issue. There's something else at play here, basically. So ask yourself the question... What is it about speaking that causes me to feel scared? What are the thoughts that you have in your mind? Your fear is just a symptom of something else that needs addressing. Imagine you've got a cough. You can take medication to shut off the symptoms so you're not going to have a painful throat temporarily, but you know you'll still have a cold. So it's the same with your friends. If you want to overcome your nerves, you need to move past the symptoms and you really need to tackle the root cause at its core. You do not need to be good at French to become confident in French. In fact, you can be confident right now, regardless of your level. Perhaps you assume that you'll become more confident once you improve your level of French, but that's wrong. This is actually a misconception. So today, I'm going to share with you one exercise to experience confidence inside and to come across confident, okay? I simply want you to count from 1 to 20, but just play with those numbers and just tell me a story. Just bring me in and keep me engaged. And here's a little demonstration. 1, two, three, 4, 5. Six, seven neuf, dix, onze, douze, Just play with those numbers. It's okay if your pronunciation isn't perfect. Again, it's all about the energy rather than what you say, okay And so that means that even if you have a conversation with really simple language and even if you talk about really basic stuff, you'll really be present and you'll be focused on emotional connection. And you can't really use your bad level of French as a safety net or as an excuse to explain why you're not confident because it really starts with how you feel, not really what you say. The learning plateau is a critical stage because this is the stage where most learners are going to quit. Sometimes quitting actually starts with what happens in your mind before you even know it because you don't feel, you don't see any progress. So you really want to be mindful of that. So the first thing to understand is that learning is not a linear process. And here's what happens in more detail. And you can even think about your mother tongue in English. When you were a child, you learned a lot of new words. But as an adult, the rate at which you learn new words obviously slows down. And so when it comes to acquiring new language, it's basically the same. The opportunities to come across and learn something new now become scarce. It helps putting an end to that spiral where you start to feel guilty or you start to think that there's something wrong... It's just basic maths, okay? So there isn't actually anything to overcome. You're already on the right track. Think of the intermediate plateau as a stage where everything you do counts, even if you don't see the results just yet. Imagine you're planting a seed. Every day you water the soil. You know that you're supposed to water it. You know that it matters. You know it's important. But you don't see the results. Until one morning you find a little sidling, And it's exactly the same thing with where you're at right now in your learning. Keep at it, keep working consistently. If you're plateauing right now, and if you're feeling all those emotions, it basically means that you're not a beginner anymore. And that's a good thing. You want to be in that stage. You want to go through that stage, you know, because it is the promise of a breakthrough ahead of you. Your fear of getting it wrong is holding you back. It's keeping you from being willing to make mistakes, which is keeping you from progressing, which in turn is keeping you from reaching your language goal. If you don't make mistakes, fine, you're not going to fail, but you won't progress either, right? Your attitude towards making mistakes is one of the most determining factors when it comes to reaching your goal. Perhaps you don't even realise that you have a problem with making mistakes. So you need to ask yourself, what's the one thing that you just can't get yourself to do? Is it practising your pronunciation of the French air? Is it getting outside your comfort zone and speaking to a native speaker? Is it sitting down every day to learn vocabulary? What are some things that you find so difficult that you just avoid them altogether? And perhaps you don't even realise that you're avoiding them. Perhaps you just think that you're unable to do them, so you look for alternatives. But what's really happening is that you're actually avoiding doing something difficult. More often than not, your answers are actually based on a fear of making mistakes, a fear of being vulnerable, a fear of feeling like a fool, rather than an actual you know, technical issue or a skill or language issue. Embrace your mistakes. Mistakes are scary, they're embarrassing, they're disappointing. I mean, no one likes to make mistakes. Or do they? I want to help you become more open about the benefits of making mistakes. Because for every mistake you make, growth also happens. Take a moment to answer the following questions. What are some things I find so difficult to do that I just avoid them altogether? What am I shying away from? What activities am I so uncomfortable with that I think I just can't do them and I believe I'm unable to do them? Let's say, for example, you think you're terrible at conversations and you think you'll never be able to have a real conversation with a native speaker. Is it a fact or is it what you tell yourself so that you can have a legitimate reason to avoid conversation practice, right? More often than not, your avoidance will cause you to lack practice in this area. So what makes conversation extremely difficult is not that you're bad at it, it's just that you never do it, right? So instead of thinking that you're bad at something, simply ask yourself, how many times have I tried? How often do I practice it? What am I doing today to keep going? Just ask yourself and you'll see how much room for growth there could be if you stopped avoiding making mistakes in the first place. All you need to do is get out there and go for it. Your accent will be terrible and it's okay. You'll make tons of mistakes and it's okay. It will be messy, it will be uncomfortable, you'll fail tons of times and it's okay, you'll get back up again. A lot of people think that confidence is about what you believe about yourself and your abilities, but confidence is about your ability to go for it and take action. Confidence is not about you. And that kind of takes the pressure off already, doesn't it? The key question is, how do I go for it, even when I don't have control over everything? Well. Confidence is precisely about managing to go for it in spite of your abilities or lack thereof. Perhaps you think that to become confident in speaking, you need to prepare over and over again so that when you go for it, you'll know how to do it really well. You'll think, I feel confident because I've rehearsed this a ton of times. But here's the thing. This is not confidence. This, my friend, is what we call competence. Competence. Competence is the ability to do something easily because you know how to do it well. Confidence is daring to do something you have not yet achieved or something you don't quite get the hang of just yet. You could be very competent in French and yet have zero confidence. Imagine that you're heading to a job interview in French. You've been practicing over and over again. You went through 50 of the most challenging questions and you've planned your answers carefully. But then comes a question you did not expect. What are you going to do then? Conversation cannot be predicted. You need to move away from the predictability and the reassurance that competence gives you and be willing to step into the unknown of confidence. It's an illusion to believe that once ready, you'll feel confident. Confident. Because the truth about confidence is to go for it when you aren't ready. That's what confidence is all about. Go for it, even if you aren't ready. Focus on this and ignore everything else. Area of focus number one. Do exactly what scares you. Are you scared to speak French? Well, stop avoiding conversations And go ahead and have tons of conversations, start talking, even if you think you won't do very well and freeze tons of times. You need to embrace it and actually experience that discomfort because this is really where you're going to grow. The pain that's caused by your fear is actually the real damage, not the situation. Okay, so let's talk about area focus number two, be as stupid as you can. This is some serious homework. It can be really difficult to accept that sometimes we don't always understand. Sometimes we're slower than other people. Sometimes we make mistakes. If someone is speaking to you and if you don't understand, don't smile and nod. (laughs) You need to stop that. Stop saving face and really ask for help What actually happens when you do that is you develop confidence by being brave enough to speak up. You know, you you ask questions and you're being vulnerable. Besides, the stupider you are, the smarter you actually get. Think about all those times where you just sat there, you just smiled and nodded, you know, even though you understood nothing. Think about all the opportunities and the knowledge you missed because you were too afraid to speak up. Whatever scares you is where you need to go. Don't try to avoid it, but instead lean into it, experience it. And you can worry about your French skills and your level and your grammar and, and the rest of it once you're on the other side of the fear. Simply brainstorm a list of all the things, all the situations that scare you, then rank them on a scale of 1 to 10, and then go ahead and put yourself in those situations, starting with level 1 and then work your way up to 10. And really do it gently and gradually. Do you know what you're good at? I'm sure you can easily come up with stuff you're really bad at in French, but can you objectively talk about what you're good at too? Everyone across the board wants to answer the ultimate question. How do I improve? How do I get better at French? So people do what? They look at their weakest areas and they focus on that they put time and energy on getting better, on becoming quote-unquote less bad. If you focus on your weaknesses, you're going to go down a never-ending rabbit hole. No one is ever good at everything. So not only is it unrealistic to focus on your weaknesses, but it's also pointless. It, It just doesn't work. So today I really want to help you become a more confident speaker and a better learner by simply doing more of what you already do well. We focus so much energy on the negative stuff all the time that we sometimes forget or undervalue what we do well. What you'll find is that when you focus on your strengths, everything else falls into place much more easily. So focus on building up your strength, building up your conversation skills, instead of focusing on eliminating your fear. You don't need to have no fear to be incredible at French. You can feel both the fear and the confidence. How about that? So now let me ask you again, what are your signature strengths? What are your little quirks that make you unique? Do you know that using your quirks, your unique strengths is what will help you reach your language goal? So here are some questions for you. What can you do easily? What energizes you? What have you accomplished so far in your learning journey? And to take this practice a step further, here's my quirky tip of the day. Each time you review an activity or reflect on your learning, name two things you were good at. Next, ask yourself, how can I expand on those two things? What can I do even more of? How can I be even better next time? If you do this every time you practice or every time you have a conversation in French, you'll start to notice some patterns. And as you uncover your signature strengths, you'll also discover your sweet spot, that place where you can learn a lot, you feel confident and satisfied of yourself and you progress at your highest rate. Also, you'll find that your insecurities won't take up that much space anymore. You'll naturally develop other language skills much more easily but it will be kind of like a a side effect of this strength building practice. So go ahead, stop trying to fix what's wrong. There's nothing wrong with you, nothing wrong with your friend. Instead, appreciate and ignite your strengths and just go all in on them. Usually, we're told that quality is more important than quantity. But when it comes to learning a language and, you know, really just getting over that fear of having conversations, that fear of speaking Thinking the other way around will be your solution. Start to think in terms of quantity and not quality. Focus on getting out there, having tons and tons of practice, rather than getting it right and speaking well and increasing and improving your level in French. So my first question for you is, how many hours, how much time do you dedicate to studying the language to the theory versus the number of hours dedicated to real conversations and real-life situations with native speakers. And more often than not, you'll find that there's a huge imbalance between the two. We tend to spend so much of our time kind of preparing for the real world and very little time actually out there speaking with people. Let's try and rebalance things a little bit. I just want you to start to think, okay, how much time can I dedicate to engaging in the real world with actual people? And it's because you're going to speak and rumble and, you know, feel uncomfortable and fail a hundred times that eventually you'll discover what works and what doesn't work and you'll find your marks and you'll find your ground, okay? So quantity leads to quality not the other way around and there you have it these simple ideas can completely transform your experience as a french learner even if you just apply 10 percent of what you listen to you'd see the shift in your confidence and the results this would have on your french overall I strongly recommend that you also listen to the episodes in full so you hear even more actionable tips in context. And you can check out all the links in today's show notes. I cannot wait for you to apply the tips, experience that transformation and get closer and closer to your language goal. Make sure to tune in again next week for that special Quirky French Podcast announcement. But until then, have a beautiful, confident week and keep learning, keep growing and keep it quirky. Passe un super week-end et on se retrouve la semaine prochaine. Salut, salut.